If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. What is going on? Welcome to episode 170 of the Nintendo PowerCast. I'm your host and 64 Josh, player two on this very special Nintendo Rewind episode. Bobby, the Nintendo guru. What's up, my guy? What is up, man? Thank you very much, as always, for uh, for having me on and, and doing this thing. And, and this is uh, this is fun. This is going to be a blast. Oh, dude, I can't wait. I can't wait. We just we had uh, we had a few different people reach out and say, Hey, you guys should do a few more shows together. So we're like, well, what should we do? So we decided yeah. we're going to just kind of look at some some past NES games, starting with Super Mario Brothers and get a little bit of history about the game, get our history with the game. And, uh, you know, who knows? We got some ideas to kind of to kind of boost the production value as, yeah. uh, you know, as this thing goes on. Go but uh, um, well, it, the thing of it is, is you came on an episode of Breaking Bells, this podcast that I have, Animal Crossing stuff. and. The chemistry between us, the banter back and forth, people are like, oh, my God, you guys really made me laugh. I would like to see more of you guys together. And I reached out to Josh and Josh was like, absolutely not. Not going to happen. I don't want anything to do with you. <laughs> and then I, I secretly like sent some messages to his kids and they begged him to work with me. Yeah. <laughs> so then this is where this is how I got here. Thanks to his kids. I'm doing something extra with them. So there we go. <laughs> Oh, that's that reminds me of a funny story, actually. Oh, boy. Here we I, go. I, I've, I've told it on here before in, in older episodes. But uh, when I was playing Resident Evil 7, mm-hmm. I had people tweet at my kids to come into my office and grab me while I had Get all the lights off. Out. And, no, <laughs> it was Get I was like out. so glad like my, you know, like my knee jerk reaction wasn't to throw a punch or something. Well, could you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine on stream you knocked your daughter out? Like, <laughs> it was yeah God. so it that was no it was uh it was, yeah it was a good time we had some laughs but uh hey before we jump into mario guys you want to get yourself a free book from audible go to audibletrial.com slash npc get something awesome like blood sweat and pixels the chair i'm sitting in and the chair bobby's sitting in from opc you go to n64josh.com slash opc automatically save ten dollars at checkout and uh hey my new book another castle which is uh basically inspired by this uh, this game that we're going to be talking about is available yeah. at n64josh.com slash another castle so with that we're gonna we're gonna just we're gonna jump right into the history of super mario bros Here we go. all right so i wrote up just a little just a quick little blurb about this game not like i didn't go into like <clears throat> a whole lot of depth or anything but Mm-hmm. Just kind of giving give you guys an idea of where where Mario even came from. Okay, so 1980, Nintendo was struggling to stay afloat in the arcade business, and Shigeru Miyamoto had put out a game called Radar Scope that flopped. Flopped. They were they were end up they were left with like two thousand to three thousand uh, cabinets that weren't selling. 
people didn't like the sound of this game the the gameplay wasn't that fun it was like uh it was kind of like a mix of like space invaders and galaxian and it just wasn't it wasn't that great uh, fingers crossed we still get a ver- we get a copy of it on the switch you know like i would still i would still love to be able to play that and just You'd buy it you know oh yeah eight bucks that's definitely you know it's a piece of history right there and so miyamoto wanted to create a popeye game uh and do a game that had like the love triangle between Bluto and olive oil. When I originally typed this, I put, unfortunately Nintendo couldn't get Popeye, but I don't think at the looking back, there's nothing unfortunate about it because had they landed the Popeye deal, where would super Mario be? (laughs) You're right. You're No, you're absolutely right. Like that's not a joke. That's, that's like, they would have nothing. There would be nothing there. And so they, they, they lucked out with that one, you know, which is, I mean, it's just crazy. Like that, that that's crazy to think about if they had, if they had made Popeye, who knows if super Mario ever would have been a thing. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Miyamoto, they don't get the rights. He decides to keep the love triangle idea going. And, uh, Donkey Kong was, was born. Uh, one of Donkey Kong's defining features was the fact that the game had a plot and cutscenes to move that plot, which was basically unheard of back in the early eighties. Uh, Donkey Kong would kidnap Mr. Video's girl and Mr. Video, a carpenter, would have to scale the construction site to rescue his girl. Uh, and Mr. Video soon became Jumpman. And thanks to an angry landlord in one of the Nintendo warehouses, Mario Sagali, uh, that's where Mario got his name. His, his final name would end up being being Mario. And then, of course, he would end up being a plumber as well. That's kind of the history there. Fast forward, 1985, Mario and his brother Luigi embark on an adventure to save Princess Toadstool. Okay. And uh, so I, I just put the, the, the story from the instruction manual right here. I'm going to read this real quick because it's, it's kind of funny. So this is directly from the instruction manual. It mm-hmm. says, one day, the kingdom of the peaceful mushroom people was invaded by the Koopa, a tribe of turtles famous for their black magic. The quiet, peace-loving mushroom people were turned into mere stones, bricks, and even field horsehair plants, and the mushroom kingdom fell into ruin. The only one who can undo the magic spell on the mushroom people and return them to their normal selves is the Princess Toadstool, the daughter of the Mushroom King. Unfortunately, she is presently in the hands of the great Koopa Turtle King. Mario, the hero of the story, maybe, hears about the Mushroom People's plight and sets out on a quest to free the Mushroom Princess from the evil Koopa and restore the fallen kingdom of the Mushroom People. You are Mario. It is up to you to save the Mushroom People from the black magic of the Koopa. (laughs) Did you read that much as a kid? (laughs) No, I had no clue what was going on. Yeah. No clue at all. No, I just, you know, no, you're like, so no clue about the massive yeah. genocide that took place every time you got yeah. 50 points for for smashing a block. <laughs> every block is, was a was a, was one of the mushroom people dying. And you're over there smashing blocks like it's going out of style. Yes. So it's, dark. What, what is up, Miyamoto? Man, so that dark. dude is like warped. Like wow, that's just. Hmm. <laughs> Okay, then. Okay, that's a thing. 
So I, I actually just I pulled this little blurb of the instruction manual from my book. And I talk about in my book the fact that my if my mom had read this and saw that black magic was involved, this was game over. This was like I had to hide this instruction manual and make sure she didn't find it, because if she knew there was any kind of black magic involved, it was done. It was done. Yeah. It would have been duck hunt only. You know, yeah, that, that would that would have been it for me. Good Lord. Look at yeah, she, she, every time you turn it on, she'd be like, Josh, I'm watching you. Yeah. You better, you know, mean like and, and how's that zapper gun work? Is that black magic you're shooting the duck with? Put it away. Take it away. Oh my god. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Um yeah. wow, that's that's kind of sick and twisted to think that that's what we we played. The massive genocide, dude, of, the, of oh all the mushroom God. people. <laughs> you're killing, like you're supposed to be helping people, and you're killing them. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Mm, so, okay. what, what, some things that kind of mm. set this game apart? One, it had a plot. Yes, right. Even though, I mean, yes. it, this is a this is a story we've heard many times before. You're the hero. Go rescue yeah. the princess. You know. Yeah. But for gaming at the time, just yeah, like with Donkey Kong, this was. You know, most people were just content with like, even you took a game like, uh, like pitfall and yeah. you just were running through the stage, trying to not yeah. get eaten by, you know, alligators, whatever. You were just basically trying to accumulate points. That's all at that point. That's all video games really were. Mm-hmm. Like you, I remember Mr. Do and all these different dig dug and all these arcade games. It was just point accumulation. You were trying to score the most possible points and that was it. Yep. Um, it wasn't until this game that I realized, oh, there's a there's a mission. Like the points were still there, mm-hmm. and because we were so accustomed to acquiring the most points, you still went after that. Um, but then at some point it changed, and they went from, well, I beat you at this game because I got further in the game than you did. Like when you started playing the two player. Right, right. I remember when we first started playing, it was who could score the most points. But then also we realized like, this isn't about points. We got to go save the princess. You know what I mean? Like, so who gets the furthest to go in to save the princess? And I think that's where the game for me changed. All of a sudden I was like, oh, there's more to this. You know what I mean? It's, um, it's, it's very much like when we talked about the Animal Crossing the first time, like we went in for one thing and then all of a sudden realized, oh, there's a different game here. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm playing now. And then all of a sudden you shift from what you originally jumped in for to what it is. And that's how it was with this game for me. Like I went in for one thing, walked away with another and I just stuck with that. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing, the thing about it, like for me, I never even looked at the points at all as a kid. I was like, why is there even points in this game? The point yeah. is the princess, right? That yeah. was, that was for me, that was what, that's what I was. That's what I was playing this game. So for. you're smarter than me. I get that. I no, that. no, no, no. That's not what I'm saying at all. But, but it totally makes sense that you would look at the points and think yeah. that because, I mean, that was the time period we grew up in. Like you said, like, yeah. you know, even like take a game like Pac-Man. It was like yeah. you cleared the map and yeah. then you just started over again and it, yeah. you cleared the board. And then it was like, OK, let's let's do it again. And, yeah. you know, so to have to have so much variety right to have 32 levels and mm-hmm. not only 32 levels but swimming levels levels at yeah. night levels during yeah. the day yeah. levels that were all gray right yeah. like this this was this was different you get to world 8 you lose your checkpoints yeah right you had to start at the beginning yeah. every time yeah. you every time you lost a life 
Um, at least the beginning, you know, that's a thing back then. Like nowadays, I feel like the internet would explode if they put a Mario game out like that, where it was like so difficult. Like these games were so hard back then. Oh, and it wasn't just this game. Every game was just super hard. And it was like just madness to think that like, Hey man, Oh, it doesn't matter. You're eight, three, you're going back eight, one and go and but you just you did it you didn't you know and i think that's what makes those games take so long to beat or took so long to beat because you would you know you're used to one thing and then you get and they kind of change the script just enough that it was like oh okay and it was so first off i mean yeah you get to the warp pipes thing that could advance you a little further but i remember playing that game and like we didn't even know about warp pipes for a long time and then you're playing through and it's like, you're just trying to get further and further, and further and further. And then it was like, you know, you, you just ran out of lives was the main thing. So you're like, okay, we're rebooting, starting all over again. So it, it, different facets to it where now it's like lives almost don't matter. Like, could you imagine playing in Odyssey? And it was like, you run out of lives and you're in world five or whatever. And you're like, nope, you're going all the way back to world one. Like, People would be like not happening. Right. Yeah. And it's, I mean, and it's, you can't really blame, you can't really blame Nintendo for that because I mean, if you think about the way like Odyssey plays out versus the way this game played out, you know, like, but I mean, we both have had those times growing up through the years that we've had massive progress on something, didn't save. And, you know, (laughs) if you didn't hit that save button in a Zelda game. Oh right? God! And and the and the proper way to save wasn't save button. Then you have to hit like reset, hold reset, and power, and pull out at the same time. And <laughs> it was yeah, I don't stupid stuff. Man. <laughs> like how do we allow how do we allow these people to get away with this nonsense? Yeah. Or else it would it, because it would save you could save the game, but if you didn't turn it off right, it would wipe the battery. Like you, so you would have to hit the, you'd have to hold the reset in, push the power, and release both at the same time. It was like, how do we let them get away with that? Like, <laughs> how many times I've had to keep starting Dragon Quest because <laughs> my idiot brother would come in and hit reset on me and just wipe my memory, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna kill you, boy. Like me and you, we're gonna have at it. <laughs> I love it, I love it. So the other things, the other thing that this game did so well that has kind of been a staple in game design since it came out is it taught you to play the game by playing the game. It was like, okay, you run up, you touch a Goomba, you die. Okay. I must need to jump over this or maybe I can jump on this thing. Okay. I flattened it. The, you know, then you see another mushroom, but it's like, wait a minute, that's a different color. What's going to happen if I touch this? Oh, this is a good thing. I want this. And then you keep progressing through, right? Even finding those warp pipes. If you think about world one, two, I remember as a kid going, I want to get on top. How can I get on top of this level? Yeah. Right. And then if I was, if I had the super mushroom and I was able to uh, break the blocks, then all of a sudden it was like, oh, now I'm on top. Well, if you stay up there and then eventually go, is there something on top over here too? Like it, it, it encouraged exploration just in its design. Yeah. For a linear game. You're up there. You're up there with the points. Exactly. He's like, wait a minute. What am I doing up here? <laughs> yeah. Why am I shouldn't be up here? You felt like you were, you broke something. Exactly. Almost. Exactly. Like that's the thing with that game was, it was like 
almost like you broke something. And it was like, wait a minute, I'm supposed to go through that pipe to leave, but I'm still up here. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to keep running. You're like, I'm just going to keep. I wonder if it just flips the map or something. And then the next thing you know, there's the pipes. And it was like, oh my God, what is this? World two, three, and four, you know? Yeah. So uh, amazing, amazing controls, right? Like, Tight controls. And I know for me, going from playing Atari and having a single stick and one button Mm -hmm. to now, you know, both my thumbs using that D pad, being able Mm -hmm. to turn on a dime, shoot fireballs, run fast. Like, uh, it it was, to me, it was not like anything. Yeah. Anything I'd ever experienced. And I think that's what part of the part of the magic about it was. It was just like, this is this is the the, the future of gaming. 1985. <laughs> you know? I mean, can we let, let's be let's we'll be as bold. I'll be as bold anyway to say, like, dude, there's no game ever to be as precise as that Mario game. Like spot on. You hit jump. He jumps to a T. It was so much so that, like. Let's be honest. We played this game for hours and hours and oh, hours and hours. Yeah. Yeah. There's no clock. There's no clock to back then. Nope. I can't even imagine the time that I put into that game. But it would get to the point where you're just making jumps. Like, think about it. There's, I think it's in World 4 where you run and you hit a couple jumps and you have to jump out and there's one block. And you hit that jump, you hit that block and boom, jump again. Yep. And that's, dude. Come on. And then like there's I think that I forget which world this is the well. Um when you you're going to the flag at the end, right? Mm-hmm. It's five. It's world five. And there's a there's a block. So you you have the block the block wall and then but you can go down and there's a coin block. <clears throat> My cousin went down the first time. He's banging, he gets his ten coins, or whatever. And I'm like, oh, but you lost the five thousand points up top. You can't you know reach the top of the flag. And he backed up ran speed speed ran jumped ran for two steps jumped again and it skyrocketed to the top and i'm like dude how the hell how did you just do that like what just (laughs) happened what just happened you know what i mean like so it's like but that precision that those moves don't happen without the precision of the controls right it's perfect yeah and what was Kind of just, I mean, other things that set it apart, like I had no, I had never thought about speed running ever. That wasn't even a thing. Right. But then one mm-hmm. of the guys that worked, I, I grew up on a, a 40 acre dairy farm. Right. And yes. I remember, I remember one of the milkers was really into Mario and he's like, oh, I've gotten it down to where I can beat that game in about five minutes. And I was like, five minutes. He's like, yeah, That's I can just, I can just run through mm-hmm. it. I'm like. I, I couldn't say hold my beer because I was like six. So I was like, hold my, hold my, hold my Capri Sun, you know, like, <laughs> and so I remember do like, I would just try to beat that game as fast as I could. Like, oh, I beat it in 10 minutes, you know, like I would just, I would just, and here's the other thing, world eight, right? So mm-hmm. no checkpoints, you know, you beat it, you beat a level. And then that would be your ch- So you, if you died in eight, two, you'd stay there. Right. But you didn't have yeah. that halfway point. You didn't have the halfway point. Well, then you get to the very end and how the heck do you get to Bowser? Right. There's, mm-hmm. there's the, there's that little there's puzzle. Multiple, there's multiple, like there's multiple paths. It, well, you have to go mm-hmm. in the pipe following 
anything red. So if there was lava, that was the pipe you would go in so that you could progress to the right area. No. Yes. I never knew that. Even to right now. (laughs) What the hell? I never knew that. Yeah. That's the, anytime you saw red, that was your next pipe. And so that's how you could get to Bowser to God, to, I feel so stupid right now. Well, hey, my Everything. my father-in-law handed the controller to my mother-in-law because he was so mad, and she accidentally hit all the right pipes and ended up at Bowser and beat the game. And he's like, How did you do this? She's like, I have no idea. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and next thing you know, they're talking to Judge Wapner on divorce court. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, but I remember as a kid, like, and this, I didn't know that as a kid, that it was after the, the red, I think we had figured out like a pattern of like the third pipe, the second pipe and the third pipe. I think that's what went around the schoolyard. Yeah, or that's what yeah. came out on Nintendo power or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then uh, I had learned recently, you know, I don't know how long ago, but then somebody else was like, Oh yeah. Anytime there was red on the screen, it was always the next pipe. You know, I never, Never knew that. So. And that annoys me so bad right now. Like, <laughs> I want to actually go try it because I'm so annoyed that I didn't. Mm. Even Good chat's Lord. like, I just learned something. So, yeah, um. I know. Like, what the heck is going on here, man? <laughs> so I think oh, the other man. thing that really set it apart for me, too, was just the, the, the power ups. Right. Like, oh, yeah. like getting like yeah. the mushroom, the fire flower, the star, mm-hmm. like all of that was just like, this is so this, this it was just so cool. You know, and and the other thing too is the graphics were such a a step above what we had been playing at home on the Atari that it it was like having the arcade in your living room. It 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 was like that, but it wasn't. It wasn't. Don't get me wrong, it wasn't. But it was like I was I always liken it to this. It was like the movies. You would go to the movies. And we would get like we would go to the video store to rent the movies afterwards. So the video games were the rental store. But if you wanted the movie, you went to the arcade because that was the top quality graphics and everything was like the right. sound system was better and everything was mm-hmm. all in one. But man, it was for that time, especially compared to Atari. Atari was garbage. Like, Straight up hot trash in the summer was the Atari. Like you go back and you look at those games and it was just falls apart. Like you can't even tell what things are. They're yeah. just weird shapes, you know? Yeah. And it's like, that's supposed to be this. And I'm like, oh, okay. It looks like it. Yes. I don't know. But it's like so bad. It's, uh, playing Atari was kind of like reading. You had to use your imagination. I'm like, I don't know about this. <laughs> Like crocodiles, it was just these two little pieces just open and close on Pitfall. Right. I was like, "That's a that's a cro- okay, that's a crocodile." Okay, yeah. I got you, man. What, what about Adventure Man? The Duck Dragons, you know? That game was so bad, man. So bad. Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones like a blob and like a hat and like you'd have the whip. And it was like, shh, shh. I was like, okay, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. What I'm doing. Oh my god. So that's why Activision was king, though, because Activision, their games looked yep. like River Raid, Kaboom. Like you were like, oh, OK, yep. these are good. Gra- Activision set us up for Nintendo mm-hmm. because they were good graphics. Then you got to Nintendo. It was just like, oh, my God. Yeah, it was that Insane. mix of gameplay and graphics. All of a sudden it was yeah. like, wow, this is what games can be at home. 
Yes, you know? exactly. And then you throw in the yeah. zapper, which, you know, that's like kind of moving into like some of the things that were important to me with this game is like, yeah. that was my Chris, that was my first Christmas console, right? Like I played Atari at friend's house or my uncle's house. I didn't have one. And then yeah. Christmas morning, I, you know, my aunt shows up with the family gift and nobody else cared. I like ripped that thing open and saw like, you know, she had seen me play Zelda like that yeah. summer and saw how excited I got and decided to get me this, this system. And oh man, see, sadly for me, it was the reverse. We had the Atari. We had so many games. I, I'm, this is no lie. We had about 80 games. Wow. For the Atari. Two good ones. My parents felt so burned that they weren't buying another console. Their mind was, well, why can't I play those games on this? Con- I already spent money on this console. Mm-hmm. So it took a year and a half, two years of begging for my mom to finally like give in. So me playing Mario was going to my cousin's house. I see. Who had got it the Christmas prior to me and then like just falling in love. And every day my one cousin, my, my aunt used to pick me and my brother up after school, well, we had the same bus stop as my cousins. So my mom worked. So we would get off the bus. We would go to my aunt and uncle's house. And my mom would give my aunt money. And would we go, me and my brother go in the house. And there'd be snacks for us. And then we'd eat the snacks at the table. And then we'd go back to the bedroom. We'd watch He-Man or She-Ra or whatever cartoons, Thundercats. And then we would start playing Nintendo until my mom came and picked us up. And... That was like, that was my only taste. And every single day I would beg my mom to like, please get me this thing, please. <laughs> and I, you remember that feeling back in those days where it was like, y- your cousins may have been like, let's go outside. You're like, no, 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 no. I can We're, go outside of my house. Exactly. <laughs> here, I can't do this. No, you go outside. I'm good here, man. I'm going to stay here all day long. Exactly. But it wasn't, but we weren't allowed to do that stuff either. My dad would be like, even my mom or my aunt and uncle would be like, no, go outside and play. Like that was an era where like you can't sit in front of the TV all day. Like go outside, go play baseball, go swimming, go do something like get out of the house. Yeah. So. Sadly. Oh, yeah. I had 45 minutes tops. You know, I mm-hmm. I was uh, uh, I was writing something recently talking about it. Like, you know, I have to tiptoe to the TV past my parents' room early Saturday mornings, hoping my dad didn't have something super loud on, you know, as I, as I, as I hit the button and had my other hand on the volume button, trying to, trying to make sure it was quiet and then, you know, listen to see if they heard they didn't. Okay. Now I can start playing Mario. You know, my dad used to, I, I hate my dad for this. My dad used to Sunday afternoons. Cause we only had one TV back then. Oh, so the, sure. the Nintendo yeah. was hooked to the living room TV. My dad would fall asleep on the couch. Dude is snoring. Straight up snoring. I'd go over to the TV. I'd turn it on. He don't even open his eyes. Turn the TV back on. Dad, you're sleeping. I'm just resting my eyes. You son of a... No, you're not. No, you're not. You're sleeping, bro. I can hear you snoring. I can't even hear what the TV's doing. I can't even watch the TV show because you're snoring over it. But I can't play because you're... Whatever. Yep. And then it was either that or get your butt whipped. So you okay, I'll put the TV back on and yep. listen to you snore. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think the other thing that was so great with 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 Mar is just playing with friends. Like you were talking about playing with your cousin or whatever. Like mm-hmm. that was that was the thing. Like just 
just playing through this adventure with somebody, you know, whether it was, whether it was, you know, my uncle or my, my, my best friend who, you know, he, he showed up in the neighborhood in second grade and it was like, all we ever taught, like we get kicked outside. We would just talk about Mario. Like that's all we would talk about. Like that, that was it. Like we were just so, so hooked on, uh, on this game. And, uh, you know, and then the other thing too, that I, I, I kind of took away from it was, and obviously in the, in another castle, I talk about a lot and this isn't, we aren't just doing this to promote my book, but it's just that it's so recent right here that I, that that's why I keep bringing it up. But like the life lessons, you know, the whole, another castle thing is like, like I remember, I mean, I remember Christmas night sitting down with my uncle crisscross applesauce style. Right. And, and I couldn't beat world one too. And he's just flying through this thing. He was 18. I was six, you know, and I'm like, I'm in tears. And he's like, bro, just enjoy the journey. Right. And like that has like kind of, that's stuck with me, you know, yeah. through, through all these years. And so it, uh, but man, I was so frustrated, just so mad. Like I just wanted to yeah. see this princess so bad, you know, and that's, what's funny. You think about those old games. Like we would get so stoked for like this two second, like, really crappy looking cutscene in these yeah. games, but it was like, that's what we played for. Like, did you see the cutscene at the end of double dragon? Yeah. You know, did you see, yeah, yeah. did you see the princess not say she was in another castle? You know, like that's yeah. what it was about. It was finally that moment where she didn't disappear. <laughs> yes. And like, where there wasn't a toad looking woman there talking to you. Like, come on, man. Right. Right. If you guys need a laugh, I have a song on my YouTube video, on my YouTube channel called another castle. That's all about the chorus is like, uh, um, or the pre-chorus was, uh, something along the lines of like, uh, I reached the end, defeat a dragon. Um, the mushroom man apologizes, you know? So like <laughs> the mushroom man, <laughs> that's, you know, I mean, it's just, that's what, that's what took place in that game. It was like, Oh, more levels, but then it would open, like you could warp, you know how many times, like I had beat the game through warping. I'm like, you know, I just want to explore this whole game. I just want to see all the levels, see the swimming levels, yeah. see the, uh, see the, uh, the worlds that were gray. You know, I think world six ended up being different or world seven. You yeah. know, it was like five was black. Like, so it was night, right? Like, the sky was black. And I was like, why is this guy? And you know something? That's how stupid I was as a kid. Never dawned on me. It was nighttime. Just figured it was a black world. And I was like, but I had no clue. But every game we played as kids were nothing but black backgrounds. Yeah. Yeah, it was very there was there was not much that wasn't a black background up until, yeah. you know, I mean, I'm sure there was. I, right. I'm sure no, there you're were right. some like asteroid but, Donkey Kong later all black, you know, they're all black backgrounds and stuff. Even Pac-Man. Pac-Man had a black background. Yeah. So I'm going to let you take it from here. Chat even just mentioned I've never done that thing where you get unlimited lives jumping on the. Computer. So there you go. So, OK. So one day this was this was a nightmare. One day we happened to get a book in the mail um one of my my either my aunt or my cousin was like hey here's this this book i don't know what it is it's a nintendo thing and it's a strategy guide and it had multitude of games to it It just wasn't one game so multitude of games we had already beaten mario at that point. no i'm sorry i'm sorry we hadn't beaten mario at the time we hadn't beaten mario at the time we were we had but we had kind of moved on because we were like we're never going to beat this game let's go try other games and such but we'd always dip back in so I'm flipping through the book and I'm like, guys, you can get a hundred lives in Mario. 
And they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, man, you have to wait until the second Koopa is coming down the steps at the end. And if you hit him at the right time, Mario kind of gets stuck. And basically what happens is, so I think it's world six. Three, one. Is it three, one? Yeah. I think there's another world later on. It takes place. There is another one later on. It does it. So in three, one, there's two Koopas that are like a step apart and they're coming down in unison and you have to jump over the first one and kind of hit the second one at the right sweet spot. So that what happens is, is Mario is jumping up and down and the shell is hitting the wall and coming back and getting stuck. Now, here's the thing. You do it once. So you think nothing happened. You have to, you'll have to hit it occasionally over and over and over again, but eventually it clicks and it just starts rapid firing. You have to stop though. You have to stop because if you don't, I guess there's a greed curse yep. or something in it. Yep. <laughs> Next time you die, game's over. It just says game over. It doesn't even do anything. So you can only do a, a, a certain amount. I believe it is up to a hundred. We would hit it like 80 and stop. Like you don't, you don't need more 80. Well, they would start to change. Right. Do you yeah. remember it would change from like the alphabet and then there was weird shapes? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And yeah. so I used to test it. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go for, I'm going to go for this entire, like I'm going to go till the timer runs out and then I'll do another like 30 seconds and let's see what happens. Yeah. And then, you know, so I would try to get it as far as I could. So I'm laughing at chat because there's a bunch of people, plumbers, snake eyes. They're like, yeah. I've never been able to pull it off. Um, oh, I so, did it. So, Trust me. I did it multitude of times. But the thing is, is the first time you do it, I was so mad because we just kept going and going and going and going. And I guess we exceeded the number you were supposed to be able to get. Mm. And we died. And I'm like, this thing lied. Like you told me. I mean, and then I started to talk to friends. and They're like, no, 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 no. You got to stop at a certain point. Yeah. You can't just keep pushing forward. So that's ultimately what. Yeah. Yeah. So for figured it out. My routine, Super Mario, this is, I had a routine, right? Fly through world one, fly through world two, warp to three. I would get those lives every single time. Like every, like it, I could do it to this. Like when I recorded my another castle music video and I had mm-hmm. B roll of me getting the hundred lives on the steps on three, one, the guys that were helping me at that were looking at the edits and stuff were like, Oh, I could never do that as a kid. I'm like, I'm like, dude, I just did this for this B-roll. They're like, no, you didn't. I'm like, <laughs> yes. Like it, that was just my routine with Mario three, one. Yeah. I need my lives. Let's keep on going. You know? Yeah. And and that's actually how we beat the game. Because once we hit that point, it was like, oh, we're jacked. Let's go. We're taking Bowser down because then you're at that point. It's like, there's no stopping you. Um, <laughs> Um, there's there. It was just a point where it was like, okay, we're just gonna keep rolling. We're just gonna keep pushing and moving. And then you hit four, you warp to eight, and then it was like game on. And with that many lives, there was nothing stopping. So, I mean, te- but then the point is, you get so good that it was like you don't even need the lives. You just roll right through and right and do it. And it, and there was different. The the thing that I loved about Mario was it was always that one upmanship, like. Oh, I beat the game. Yeah, but it took you a hundred live. You had to do the hundred live trick to do it. I could do it without. And then it'd be like, oh, okay. And then it'd be like, oh, you, you beat it with warp pipes. I didn't use warp pipes. I just went straight through. And it was like, <laughs> oh, oh, okay. So it was like always this, like stipulations and one ups of like 
I could do it better than you. And this is how I did it to do it quicker and better. And all. And so that's what I liked about that game. It was always that competition that was created within. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and just, I mean, those lives allowed me to explore the other levels, like the levels I would typically, I would, you know, typically warp to eight and never see five, six or seven. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was like, no, you know, with all these lives, like I can, I can kind of, I can venture out here and it doesn't matter if, uh, if I die, but I mean, I remember the first time learning the trick and then like, okay, now we're going to beat this. You know, it was like, <laughs> it was like cause you weren't, on. you weren't beating it before that, you mm-hmm. know? So yeah. it was like, okay, I feel like I have the tools now that we can. See, uh, maybe that's why I didn't learn the whole, the, the pipe after the red. Cause I was like, man, I got thousands of lives. I'm good to go. <laughs> I just keep rolling through here, buddy. I'll figure it out eventually. <laughs> so um so snake eyes from the chat says it's not a it's not a greed curse per se which is what we all called it right because yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. they would i think even nintendo power posted something like but don't get too greedy you know <laughs> and so uh it, he says it's a text it's a technical limitation the game counts everything as binary code so once you go past 100 lives it counts past zero because it can't count higher so the next time you die it just remembers that you had zero lives at one point so interesting. And I, I actually Crazy. didn't know. I didn't know that the, I just was like, Oh, they just had a, they had a number that was like, if you go too far, you're, that's what I thought you, it was. You're too greedy. I thought so. it was like, yeah, you're just, you know, um, and they kind of, and, and I don't know. The only other time that I know they implemented that was 3d world where you can actually, there's a part very similar, same thing you're doing. You're dropping a green shell. It's getting caught and you're jumping and you get lives. Same exact way. From my understanding, every Mario game has something like that. Does it really? Yeah. It may I know that nec- everyone had it. It but- may not necessarily be a, uh, a, a turtle shell that you're jumping on. Some of them are, yeah. are that very thing. Like, um, what we, what we got was the lost levels, but was actually Mario two right in that yeah, opening yeah, sequence. Yeah. There is a, there is a turtle. If you get your mushroom and you hit it and knock it out of the little cage that they've created for the turtle. You can then take out the two blocks and cause him to stand on a single block with a block in front of him. And then you can jump up and get your hundred lives right at the very beginning of the game, because that game was so hard. They wanted to give people the chance to, uh, to, to gain lives. That game was so, that game was so hard. They said, you dumb Americans, you're not touching it for 20 (laughs) years. Exactly. Exactly. Well, let me be realistic, like five, six years, seven years later. (laughs) Right. Right. It was, Right. And they called it the lost levels, which whew, yeah, it was, yeah. it was yeah, rough. Lost levels. Cause you lost a lot of lives. Exactly. Exactly. So, but yeah, every, every game since has had like, you know, like uh, Mario three has a, a section where you can, you can throw a, a Koopa shell between two blocks and stand under a pipe and Lakitu will continue throwing spinies down and it will just, <laughs> it will get your lives that way. Um, I can't remember. There is a way to do it in two at, in Super Mario Bros. Two. I don't remember off the top of my head, but like, but yeah, supposedly, su- supposedly every game has has this uh, this ability to it's be pretty able interesting. To, I never realized uh, that. Yeah, it's and and they've capped off some of the games at ninety nine lives, right? Yeah, and in, in yeah. certain games now they give lives so so frequently that it's like, well, this yeah. really isn't doesn't uh, matter. Yeah, doesn't, yeah, so. Um, but I, I know like on new super Mario bros two on the three DS, there's an mm-hmm. area where you can just collect so many coins. You're just yeah. racking up lives the entire time. Yeah. You know? So, and I just, would what I remember repeat the, that. The, the reason why I brought it was what I remember about world was you actually jumped on a green Koopa shell and it triggered mm. the, and I was, it took me immediately back 
to being a kid, like, oh my God, look what I can do. And it, it's one of those moments again, like you just feel like reminiscent, like nostalgia is being brought up. Right. Right. And I don't know. I, I don't, I'm sure there's an actual like shell or some kind of trick in like super Mario world. The, mm-hmm. uh, but what I would do is that little, that little secret area where Yoshi was at. And the two, once you had Yoshi, you could just continue to go back in there and constantly yeah, yeah, rack yeah, up yeah. lives, mm-hmm. you know? So that was, that was one of the ways I did that. But, um, so you got a few other things here on your list. Let's yeah, uh, my list. Yeah. So the other thing was, uh, as a kid, like, I always thought it was cool, and I always wanted to play as the green Mario. Like, we didn't know who Luigi was. Right. And we were playing, and then one day, I remember my dad, because we didn't read, like I just said, we didn't read the instruction booklets. I didn't know that stuff you just told me. Right. And my dad sent her one day, and we're talking about the green Mario, and he's like, who's, who, who's Luigi? And we're like, what? What are you talking about? There's no, there's no Luigi. He's like, no, no, no. Who's playing as Luigi? I'm like, and then all of a sudden he explained to us, I'm like, oh, we feel so stupid. Like, <laughs> it's not green Mario, it's Luigi, man. So you don't, it's funny because, and it wasn't that I was too young to read. I could read, but it was like, I read in school. I don't read outside of school. So it's like, you just grab the book. Although, but you get, I think it was that moment where my dad was ex- like explaining, like, dude, there's information in this thing, dummy. Like, read it once in a mm-hmm. while. So that's all of a sudden you start to like grab the book and just deep dive all the time. Like I'm going to spend all the time in the world in these books. Like, and that's why instruction booklets I think mean so much to you and I, where if we don't get them today, it's just like, Oh, and when they do put them in indie games, you get so excited. Cause it's like, man, you know how many hours I should spend reading these books. Just the car ride home, through. the car ride yeah. from the store to your, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it would be like, I'm just going to look through, just, whether you're looking at the pictures or whatever it was. Like oh, yeah. it was just, and then sometimes you get these super thick ones, like when Final Fantasy came out or Zelda, where they would have all this additional stuff and like the maps. Like it was, it was all these cool things that they had in there. Um, so that was the one thing, that was the lesson that I learned. That's how I learned how to read instruction booklets. The other one is, and this was, this was interesting. But this was, we found out about this because of the cafeteria tables. So every day you go to school, you sit around the cafeteria tables, and you would talk about things you discovered. And you'd always have that one kid that was a jerk and that would lie. And you go home (laughs) that night and you would spend hours upon hours upon hours trying to do what they told you that you could do. Right. Turns out it wasn't even true. Never even happened. That was the internet before there was an internet, the cafeteria table. So one day we're sitting there and one of my friends is like, Hey man, have you ever been to the minus world? And I'm like, what? And he's like the minus world in Mario brothers. I'm like, there's no such thing as the minus world. I'm not even listening to you. And he's like, no, 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 I'm serious. You got to do. And here's what's so screwed up about the minus world. The gimmick is so dumb. It's not even funny. So what you have to do is you go world one, two. You go to the final pipe. You don't go in the final pipe. You jump on top of the pipe. You go up against the wall. You have to count, I believe, two blocks out. Jump up and punch it. Then you have to crouch and jump up. And something grabs you and pulls you through the wall. Now, you don't run through the wall. 
you slowly go through the wall. And then once you get inside, you you dip in. And before the numbers pop up that say World 1 or 4-1, you have to drop down the warp pipe. Now, if I told you that, Josh, that's what you have to do. You look at me like I'm crazy. You'd be like, I'm not even trying it. But lo and behold, if you do this, you go to what's called the minus world. And what the minus world is, it's a swimming level that where all the levels are 1-1, 1-2, 1-3. This is no one or no number in front. It's just dash one. Yeah. So they called it the minus world. Yeah. When you go all the way through, you swim through the level and you go into the pipe. It kicks you all the way back to the beginning. You got to do it again. And it's just an infinite. You know, you're just going to die eventually. It's just this. And I have no clue why they made it. I have no clue what it is, but it's the greatest thing I ever found out afterwards. <laughs> I used to try to like go into the pipe at a certain time. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought maybe if I got there fast enough, like I would spend hours in, yeah. in, in this area trying to figure out how to, how to complete it without having to hit the reset button, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, but to sit there and have someone tell you this at the cafeteria table, right? And of course, I don't remember everything he's telling me. So I go home and I try it for hours upon hours upon. There's no text messaging. We don't have any of that stuff back like we do today. I can't instant message him. I can't go on, you know, the Internet and and go on his Facebook page and leave a post like, hey, you leave the directions here again. None of that. We had to send a raven, you know. Yeah. So I I spend all night trying to replicate this. It don't work. Bunch of my friends try. It don't work. We go back to school. We're all mad at the kid. We want to beat him up because we spent all of our night trying to get into this minus world because that's what we get. <laughs> and then sure enough, here we go. Next thing, they do it again. He tells us, and we're like, you didn't tell us to do the two blocks over. You said, and eventually we figured it out and we got it. And it was just like the coolest thing ever. It was really cool. The snake eyes from the chat coming at us like the Oracle. So they didn't. They didn't I know. He's just they, like, throwing I, stuff I, out I, there, I love man. it. I love it. They didn't make it. It's a fail. It's a fail state uh, because the game doesn't know um, where you're supposed to be due to how you got there. It basically just bars data uh, at you in a way that won't crash the game. That's funny. That's <laughs> funny. So it's like, hey, dummy, you're just going to keep going through this yeah. pipe and starting over because you got here and we don't know how you got here. And we don't know where to send you. But when you die, we know where to send you. But right now, we're stuck and we don't know what to do. So whatever. Yep. Let's keep going through and swimming. <laughs> love That's it. funny. That's funny. Love it. Love it. So, well, this has been fun, man. This is a blast. Yeah. We're going to. Bl- well, the next doing this again. Yeah. Tomorrow? One, yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Can we just do this once a day? Uh, yeah. Let's do- so this will be once a month. Okay. Do you want to do Mario 2 next time? I'm down, dude. Same. You talk Mario too, and that's that's my jam. Yeah, I'm same down. here. Same here. Okay. So okay. Um, that's going to be it. We do want to hear from you guys, so you can you can either email me the, like the show NPC um, at n64josh.com or you know however you want to get a hold of us a d- Discord message whatever. Um, do that because we want to kind of get some of your guys' stories in yeah. here and whatnot. So um, with that, man, where can people find you? You can find me on the Twitters uh, at Nintendo Gurus, Instagram at Nintendo Gurus. I have to say that because if I don't, Josh will beat me up after the show because I didn't plug it. Um, <laughs> everything else, just go over to uh, Nintendo Gurus. You'll find everything. 
nintendoguru.com because I think the audio just cut out. So I'll make sure. Uh, make sure uh, okay. Make okay. sure we got it there. So. Guys, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, Farmers Only, all the places. It's at uh, N64Josh. You can follow this podcast, N Powercast. I believe this show is going to go up on both of our feeds. So wherever yeah. you end up hearing it, you know, um, just know that we both have other shows that we're doing weekly. I've got the I've got the Smash Bros uh, podcast that's that's uh, happening once or twice a week. The Nintendo Powercast, which is right here. You. List 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 off your shows. List if we ran Nintendo Nintendo podcast, Planet Nintendo podcast, Breaking Bells, uh, and I do Nintendo Talk Live every Saturday night, which then gets turned into a podcast format. Yeah, this we're we're trying to see who can put out the most podcasts each week. That's well, so we 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 tied up. (laughs) I think I do more podcasts. You do more others. You do so. I got you beat in the podcast front, but you know. I had eight episodes you, last week. I had eight episodes go up podcast. Yeah, I had five. <laughs> what is wrong with you? dude? <laughs> I said this to you. The crazy thing is I said this to you. In the, right? I go when I first started, I was like, yeah, man, you know, like I, I was doing a lot more YouTube stuff. And I'm like, man, you, you, you're just there, but you're not there on YouTube. And you're, you got everything else you're killing. Next thing I know, this guy's pumping videos out like it's going out of style. I'm like, whoa, I didn't do I didn't ask you to do this to compete. Like, just <laughs> slow down. Yeah, <laughs> I do have problems. I do. I do. It's a good time, though. It's it's a good time. Guys, if you want to get yourself a free book from Audible, go to audibletrial.com slash NPC. Pick up something awesome like Blood, Sweat, and Pixels. Uh, the chair, we're both sitting in OPC. Go to n64josh.com slash OPC. Automatically save $10 at checkout. We have an, I have an amazing Discord, n64josh.com slash Discord. Come on in, play some Smash, play some Rocket League, play some Fortnite, whatever you're into. Diablo right now, like a lot of people playing games. We got we got Mario Golf tournaments going on 3DS. We got Mario Kart tournaments going on the Switch. So come hang out there. It's a great time. Great time. The Facebook groups going, n64josh.com slash Facebook group. Rate and review on iTunes. We'd love to, to get some feedback from you guys. Thank you so much from that. It helps, uh, helps keep the show um in in the charts and everything so that means uh, it means a lot to us so thank you so much bobby thank you my guy thank you man and you, man. uh look forward to seeing you next month guys take it yeah, easy man. bye now peace out preston <clears throat>